0: Welcome to the LFC podcast, where our mission is to make, deploy, and multiply mature and equipped Christ followers. We're grateful for this opportunity to bring you a message of hope, healing, and life transformation today. Enjoy the message.
1: Amen, amen. Well, listen, I, I got a word for you today, uh, and I, I just want to empower you today. I wanna I want empower you. So can, can we do this? Let's, let's read this scripture. We're gonna read it together. Can we do that all together in one voice? Romans 8, 11. Come on, say this with me. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. Talk about power. Did you just read that like I read it? What this is saying is that if you have received Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, the word of God says that the same spirit raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. Oh, that's powerful. Lives in you. That's powerful. Activate the power. All around the church, we have motion detector lighting, right? And and you're going to find it mostly in like, uh, kids' classrooms, classrooms, the offices, we have motion detector lighting. Why? Because Pastor Lily doesn't know how to turn off the light switch. <laughs> Come on, someone knows what I'm talking about. Someone, someone in the household, that they don't know how to turn off the lights. Anyone? Come on, yeah. I, I know it. <laughs> so we have to have motion detector lighting, right? So, so, so when, we, when we go into the room, the lights turns on right? When we walk out of the room, eventually the light, it turns off, right? It, it, and we do this so, so that we're not wasting electricity. We're doing it so that the, the bill's not super, high. we have motion detector lighting. So we walk in the room, the light comes on. Eventually when we walk out of the room, the light turns off. But see, check this out. This is so good right here. Even though the lights are off, there is still power in the room. There's still power in the room. There's still lighting in the room, but it will not manifest itself until it detects movement. Mm -hmm. Oh man, are you catching this with me today? If there is no movement, it does not mean that there's no power. It does not mean that there is no light, right? It just means that you haven't given it any motion. You have not triggered it yet. Come on, are you catching this with me this morning? I'm trying to tell you that there is a power that's living inside of you, a power. The same power, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, it's in you. So, friends, I'm telling you today, it's time to activate the power. Yes. Poke your neighbor say, activate the, activate the power. Thank you, Jesus. You know, sometimes we pray prayers. We pray prayers like, God, God, use me. You know what I'm talking about? I've prayed this prayer a million times. God, use me. God, God help me to do this. Help, help, me, help me do this. Help me do that. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever prayed that prayer? I, I pray it all the time. But, but you know, these prayers are great. But I think that sometimes when we pray these prayers, it's almost like, God, God, use me. We're expecting God to start controlling us. You know what I'm talking about? God used me, but but you know, I I I just have this picture of like, you know, God he's getting up, he's getting up and and like, oh, here we go. What is what am I gonna have Christian do today? He prayed the prayer, right? He said, God used me. He prayed, he prayed, help me do, help, help me do that, right? So so what am I gonna have to do? And he's you know, controlling us, right? And we're we're waking up, oh, oh, good morning devotion time, right, (laughs) right, Right? and God's like controlling, right, oh, it's lunchtime, cheeseburger, no, you're supposed to be fasting, right, (laughs) just me, do I think this, (laughs) this is me, right, but it's like we throw up a prayer, and we're expecting something to happen, but we don't do anything to make it happen right? Can I tell you that God isn't going to make you do anything. He's not going to make you do anything. In order to be used by God, you've got to activate the power that is living within you. Activate the power. You've got to make a motion. The power's there. It's there. We got to activate it. Activate the power. Check this out. 2 Timothy Chapter 1, 6 and 7 it says, This is why I remind you to fan into flames the spiritual gift God gave you when I laid my hands on you. Fan into flames. Can you, can you picture that with me? Like, like I can almost see like a fire that's kind of starting to die. But what happens when you like start fanning it? Right? It's like it starts to, it starts to bellow up again. Right? And and you add wood to the fire, right, to keep it going. Paul, in this passage of scripture, he's, he's writing to Timothy. And he's reminding Timothy, he's like, he's saying, Timothy, you have gifts in you that need activated. That's what he's saying when he's saying, fan into flame the spiritual gift that God gave you. You got gifts they need activated. Did you know that God has given each of you gifts You have a gift. You have a gift from God. That's cool to me. And what's even cooler is he's given us different gifts. How cool is that? And and we're supposed to use them so that we can serve one another. 1 Peter 4, 10 through 11, it says that God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Poke your neighbor and say, use it. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and honor. All power to him forever and ever. Amen. He's saying, you got a gift. Do it with everything that you got. It's gonna honor God. But you know, some of some of y'all are waiting for God. God's waiting for you. God is waiting for you. You know, some people think that they have to have some angelic visitation or some Damascus Road experience that Paul like Paul had in order to, you know, know that you're called by God. That's not true, right? Right? That's not true, but the gift that God gave you is the key to knowing what he wants you to do. Activate the power. And you know, you you can't always always be what you wanna be, right? You can't can't always be what you wanna be. I wanted to be a whole lot of things growing up. I wanted to be a doctor, right? I wanted to be... A cowboy, I wanted to be a Power Ranger. (laughs) I wanted to be a dinosaur. No, that didn't happen, (laughs) right? That didn't happen, but you can be what God calls you to be. What do you love doing? What do you do well? Do you like music? Is music your sweet spot? Do you like to crunch numbers? Do you like math? Do you like to work with kids? And some of you are you're like, "Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that." Some of you are like, "Working with kids? <laughs> Not a chance, right?" <laughs> you know. Right, but that's the thing. This is the beauty of it. 1 Corinthians 12:7 it says that the spirit has given each of us a special way of serving. That means that some of the things that you enjoy, it's gonna bore other people. Who cares? (laughs) Right? Who cares? Other people might not think that what you are, what you do is important. It doesn't matter though. God has given you gifts. God cares. His opinion is the one that counts the most. (laughs) Amen? Do you remember, you remember David? David, he was the king of Israel, right? And, uh, but before he became king, he had to get past some stuff. Before he was king, he had, to, he had to get through some things. The first thing that his family, his family could not see his potential. Imagine that. That would stink. His family could not see his potential. When Samuel the prophet came to to Jesse, it's David's daddy. When he came to Jesse and he's looking for a king among, among Jesse's sons and he lined up all of David's brothers, right? But but David was not even considered. He wasn't even considered. It might have been because he was the youngest or maybe, maybe his, his older brothers, they were more qualified. I, I don't know. Maybe Jesse was trying to impress the prophet. I, I don't know. I don't know, but, but nobody thought to get David from the field, so David had to get past that. His family couldn't see his potential. The second thing was that Samuel, the prophet, he couldn't even see God's call on David's life. He couldn't even see it. When Samuel saw the prophet, when, when he saw David's older brother, his, his brother was named uh, Eliab. When he saw Eliab, he, he was the general of the king's army. He was like, surely this is the Lord's anointed one, right? Surely this is him. But God set Samuel straight. He set us straight because he said these words. He said that people look at the outward appearance but the Lord looks at the heart. Amen? He looks at the heart. David was God's anointed. He had gifts in him that God wanted to use. Listen, God gave you gifts. He gave you a gift. It's time to activate them. Activate the power. Say it with me. Activate the power. We just read what the word of God said in 1 Timothy uh, or yeah, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, it's one of them. Fan into flame, right? Fan into flame. The gifts of the Spirit, the King James Version, it says it, says it like this, it says, stir up. Stir up the gift of God which is in you the laying on of my hands. The scripture is saying, God has given you gifts. God has given you a power, but look, you have to do something about it. You, you gotta do something. Remember, God's not gonna make you do anything. He's not going to make you do anything. He's saying, You, Christian, you stir up the gifts inside of you. Seeing you activate the power. You stir up, fan into flame. Fan into flame the power. You know, this sounds really good, right? Sounds really good. But how do you do that? How do you activate the power? How do you stir up the gifts of the Spirit, gifts inside of you? How, how do you fan into flame? How do you do this, right? <laughs> what do you do? You, you know what you do? You close your eyes. I, I tell you, I'll tell you what. You, you can feel the most unspiritual you've ever felt, <laughs> ever. But man, when you close your eyes and you say, God, God, I am so glad that I'm saved. God, I'm so glad that I am in your family. God, I'm I am so glad that you are my father. I'm so glad that I am your child. God, I'm so glad that I'm no longer bound. I'm set free. God, I'm so glad that I'm washed by the precious blood of Jesus. I'm so glad that the person and the power of the Holy Spirit dwells within me. See, you know what? When you start to acknowledge the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the power that's inside of you, you start to feel a shift. You start to feel a shift. Why? How? You're stirring them up. You're stirring them up. You are activating the power. Can I tell you I had to do it yesterday? It is spiritual self-talk. Yes. That's what it is. It's stirring it up. Activating the power. You're stirring it up. And you know, this is what we have to understand. That when Paul when he was, he was telling this to, to Timothy, he wasn't just going, yeah, Timothy, stir up the gifts inside of you. He wasn't, he wasn't saying activate the power, fan into flame, Raw. you can do it. He wasn't doing it like that. You have to understand this is Paul's last letter before he was gonna be executed. <laughs> so Paul, he is saying this with urgency, he is saying this with a passion. Timothy, stir up the gifts inside of you. Fan into flame. And he goes on to say, in the next verse he says, for God has not given you, he has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity. Are you fearful? God did not give that to you. Are you timid? God did not give it to you. Fear does not come from God. It doesn't come from God. It comes from Satan. It's one of his weapons that he uses to try and stunt your purpose. Catch that. Catch that with me. God did not build you to be timid. Come on, can I empower you today? He did not build you to be a coward. You're not a coward. He has placed his spirit in you to be powerful, to be courageous, to be dynamic and full of faith. Did you know it takes faith to obey God? It does. Stir it up. Activate the power. Come on, someone poke your neighbor and say, activate it. Activate the power. James 1.8, it says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Can I just be real with you guys? When Christian Booker, when I don't continually stir up the gifts inside of me and have a faith that God put them there, Fear takes over. Fear takes over. And fear, it leads to instability. Fear leads to insecurity. Okay. Uh-huh. According to Strong's Concordance, the Greek word for double-minded, we just we just read the verse: a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Uh the, the Greek word for double-minded is dipsuchos. Say that three times, right? It's, by the way, it's really fun trying to practice these words. <laughs> you should see how I spell them out so I say it right. Right. Dipsuchos. And it means wavering. It means uncertain. Doubting, divided in interest. So a double minded man is unstable in air, every area of his life. A double minded man is uncertain. A double minded man is, is doubting and has a divided interest. Listen, you cannot function in both. You're you either you have to choose for yourself are you gonna live in faith? Or are you gonna live in fear? We know that the word of God, it says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Listen, when you allow fear to come in, right? Fear is gonna, it's gonna start to try and shrink and dumb down the gifts that God has given you. That's what happens. Listen, you are who God says that you are. You are. Choose to live by faith. You gotta know that he's given you a spirit of power. He's given you a spirit of power, of love. A sound mind. You have a power in you. Resurrection power. Power to be a witness. Power through the Holy Spirit. All surpassing power from God. You have that in you. Power to grasp how high and how deep the love of God is. You have love in you. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, a perfect love that casts out all fear. Thank you, God. Love that is patient, love that is kind, love that's not self-seeking, but willing to give every gift for the glory of God. You've been given a sound mind. Can I speak that over someone this morning? You have a sound mind, sound mind, a renewed mind, a mind of peace, a mind that is set on things above, a mind that's prepared for action. Guys, I hope you hear my passion in this word for you because I need you to know you have power in you. This is why Paul's writing to Timothy. This is why I remind you, fan into flame the gifts of the Spirit. Stir up the supernatural gifts of God in your life. Activate the power because listen, God, he wants to take this power. He wants to take his love. He wants to give you a sound mind so you can overcome fear. So that you can be used by him. So that you can touch this broken, broken world. He wants to use you, but you have to activate
0: the power. Thank you so much for tuning in to the message. If you desire to grow deeper in your faith, we want to help you. Text the word GROW to 419 495-6802. 495 You can also stay up to date on everything coming up by checking out limafirst.church and hitting the events tab. Lastly, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future LFC content. We'll see you next time.